0: to the details of life with marcus wilson i am your host marcus wilson and i don't know about y'all but i'm having a good time this week i mean you know i love the game so to hear all this game that these guys are giving us like i said you know to have uh, tim holloway from brad bill elite von thomas from southern assault ryan silver from west coast elite and then today to be coming up with indiana elite and then tomorrow to finish up with Indy. heat i mean if you want to if you love the game this is something that you gotta enjoy and so for the kids or even the parents that oftentimes call me or call others and say you know what should i look for an aau team these guys are telling you what to look for they're telling you how AAU program is supposed to be ran and so man i'm just enjoying getting the game myself even though i don't play anymore I'm, i love listening to these guys we're not going to slow down not one bit today we're going to bring you chris Byers. From Indiana Elite, one of the original directors. Now, he's like the OG of this group. You know, he's been around the longest. He's the vet and he's seen a lot. He's the only program that has gone from Nike to Adidas. And so, you know, he has a very interesting perspective of AAU and what is the ins and outs of the game. And one thing that he really wanted to mention was at the beginning, I asked him, you know, who started the program and he gave some names, but one name that he didn't mention was Mark Adams. And he said, Mark Adams has been A very valuable part of our program has been around for 20 plus years, one of the most consistent people, and they wouldn't have the success they had without Mark Adams. And I thought that was good to say, because even though he was an original founder, he has been an instrumental part of that success. And he's the you know, he's one of my good friends. I'm friends with his son, Drew. And so he's good people. And Chris definitely wanted to say that. and I think that shows a lot about what that program is. No one really cares about getting attention. They just want to win games. Last thing I'll say is, I've done this in two out of the three episodes. I won't do it tomorrow, but I'm trying to hit each circuit so people actually know who I am. Monday, I gave this explanation because we had a Nike team. Wednesday, I gave this explanation because we had an Under Armour team. I didn't do it. Tuesday when we had Southern Assault, but today is another Adidas team. So some people might be wondering who I am, where I'm from. If you've heard this before, sorry, but I just want to make sure people understand my credibility. I played basketball University of Evansville, was 1999 Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year. Um, Went overseas and played for 12 years. Played with some summer league teams, never quite made it. Came back, was in the business world for a few years down in Atlanta, Georgia. Final Four comes to Atlanta in 2013. I I really want to get back into the game end up getting hired as uh, video coordinator at St. Louis University. We went to the tournament that year, made it to number nine in the country, won the A-10, won a game in, in the NCAA tournament, just like in, in, when I was a senior in college, we went to the NCAA tournament, played against Kansas, didn't win, but I've been there as a player, as a coach, and now I'll, I also serve as a color commentator and an analyst for the Missouri Valley Conference and University of Evansville on ESPN3 and ESPN+. So I played the game, I studied the game, you know, I've coached the game, so hopefully you guys understand you know, and give me an opportunity uh, to show my credibility. But enough of that. Without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in Chris Byers, director of Indiana. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the details of life. And as I mentioned in the introduction, today we have Chris Byers, represent Indiana Elite, one of the top AAU programs in the country. How are you doing today, Chris?
1: Doing well. How are you?
0: Thanks a lot for making the time to join me today. And so, you know, I just want to feature you guys and, and talk a little bit about your program. I figure that people would like to hear some of this. How about, just to get started, how about you give us a little bit of background? What's the origin of Indiana Elite? Who started it? And then also, maybe if you could tell us, how, how did you get your sponsorship deal?
1: Well, we actually started back in the late 70s, about 78 or 79, uh, when we were in Bloomington, Indiana. Bob Pryor and myself, uh, we coached boys club basketball. And boys clubs used to have travel teams back then. So we would coach a boys club travel team. We traveled to different boys clubs, uh, used the boys club van. And then if we had a Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday game, we would actually take sleeping bags and sleep on the gym floors at the boys club uh and eat at mcdonald's and those type of things and that's how we that's how we got started uh and we were just bloomington aau at that time then we uh as we as we got better and grew and we started we actually started with aau instead of boys club basketball with a guy by the name of billy garrett who's an assistant coach now at DePaul university in chicago he got us started he played for us And then we end up getting players like uh, Sean Kemp and Glenn Robinson and Chris Lawson and Sean Woods. And then that's where we got a Nike sponsorship offer from Sonny Vaccaro when he saw we had Sean Kemp, uh, Sean Woods and Chris Lawson. We played in a tournament with Mid Valley ARC with um, Chris Mills, Don McLean, Derek Martin, those guys. Uh, Sonny Vaccaro saw his play out in Vegas and out in uh, Poly Pavilion and gave us a sponsorship. And we were with Nike for quite a while. And then uh, 15 years ago, uh, we, we left Nike and Mike Fox, Mike Barnett, and myself uh, got together and we started Indiana Elite. But we actually started as Bloomington Red when we had Sean Kemp and Glenn Robinson, Jared Jeffrey, Sean May, Chris Thomas a lot of those guys who've been in our program as well. Wow,
0: that's some great history, a lot of awesome names. It's pretty clear to see why you guys have been successful over the years. You know, I know a lot of people in America have heard about AAU and the people who aren't really in it. Sometimes they think that it's scandals or adults taking advantage of kids. A lot of other people know that it's a platform to get kids scholarships and scholarship offers and for them to you know, get them to the next level. So could you tell us, uh, you know, how do you see AAU, uh, summer basketball, and why why did you get in
1: it? We got into it one wanted to, to compete. Back then, you know, the college coaches weren't able to come and watch you play and things. And as things progressed, you know, we saw it as a platform to get opportunities for, astu- for kids who may not have an opportunity to go play college basketball to get some – to get, get college coaches to watch them and see them and have that opportunity. And that's what I think AAU basketball should be about and mostly is about for, I'd say – of the people who do it, it's to get those kids an opportunity to be seen, get those kids an opportunity to go on and pursue their education who may not have an opportunity to do so.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. you got to be in it for the right reasons, and it sounds like you guys are. I know some parents always want to know, like, what's the relationship like between the AAU coach and the high school coach? Uh, Do you think it's important for AAU teams – to have good relationships with the local high school coaches, uh, the players that are playing on your team?
1: Uh, very much so. I'm, I myself am a high school coach and have been for 30 some years. Uh, Mike Fox is also, who's one of the co-directors, is also a high school coach. A lot of our coaches and our younger teams are high school coaches. So I think it's very important. We, you know, we try to contact a high school coach before we ever contact a player to say, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what we're trying to do. We, we make it very clear that the high school program, the high school coach is the most important. We're there, they're just trying to help them.
0: It's good to hear that you guys are doing it that way. Obviously, you, got, you named some of the names earlier, but for the people that don't know much about Indiana League, I know about Indiana League because I'm from Indiana. I coached on the, uh, on the Adidas circuit a while back. You guys are year in, year out, one of, if not the best teams in the country definitely in adidas and, and in the country so for some of the people want to know more about you know who, who are they who could you tell us you know how many all americans you may have had over the years and you know uh, how many titles have you guys won or how many guys you've sent to the pros and so kind of tell us like what what your history is with developing and, and making people successful
1: well i mean you know one you got to get good kids you know we, we we have to have good kids and good support from their parents there's a lot of kids that we've had to drop uh, unfortunately through the years because they, they're not what they should be in, in school doing what they should be in school or doing what they're out in the public. We've had, uh, you know, we've had 20, I think over 20 kids that have played for us or have played in the NBA. We've got about 23 or 24 kids that have played for us who are now coaching at the collegiate level. You know, some of the more notable ones is uh, Brad Stevens played in our program. Matt Painter, Brandon Brantley, Drew Adams. I mean, we could go on and on and on. So we've had a lot of kids who have gone on to coach college, but we've also had a lot of kids who have gone on on to become doctors and attorneys and other professions. So, you know, they've gone on to be very productive citizens.
0: I was looking at your website before I, uh, you know, do some research, and I saw I think you guys even have like eight current players in the NBA right now, Um, Yogi Ferrell and some other guys. And – so, yeah, you guys definitely have a history of putting guys in the league. And I'm sure the number is countless of how many guys you've sent and been able to get them college education. So awesome job with that.
1: We've um, had over – I'm sorry to interrupt. We've had over 300 Division I kids since we have started this in the late 70s. So, that I mean, that's quite a few. And there's hundreds more that have gone on, you know, played NAIA, Division II, whatever it might be. So there have been quite a few kids who have been able to continue their education. So
0: that's what it's all about. Sometimes kids
1: don't – you know, they they get stuck
0: on D1. If they're getting their college tuition paid for it, and you put them in position to do that, that that's, that's where it's at. So All
1: if right. a kid, I'm sorry, go ahead. And that's what we tell parents. You know, sometimes parents think that they should be at a certain level. And we said, you know, we, we, and this is what we say to parents, what could possibly be wrong with your son getting an opportunity to have his education paid for? Yeah, I, I totally agree.
0: Um, So I know a lot of kids sometimes decide, do I want to play? Adidas or we hear Adidas or Nike or Under Armour, some of these other circuits, if there was a kid deciding, trying to decide where they wanted to play, should I play on this circuit or should I play for Indiana Elite? Would, why, would why would you tell a kid that they should play for you or, or, or play on the Adidas
1: circuit? Well, one, I think, I think we're the, one of the oldest uh, AAU programs in the Midwest. And I think we run of the oldest because we've done things the correct way. Uh, you know, we're in it for the kids. We're not in it for, you know, getting kids to certain schools. We don't push kids to certain schools. We actually try to stay out of the recruiting part of it. But Adidas Adidas has is a very, very good program. They do things the right way. They're doing it for the right reasons. Uh, you know, Adidas plays, I think, a week longer and a couple one or two more events than, than some of the other shoe companies do. But uh, I think it's the people that we have involved with it. And Adidas is through Chris McGuire and Brandon Walker and Reese Hollins. They've really done a great job with, the, with the, the structure and the road that Adidas is wanting to take.
0: I want to get your perspective on this, but when I coached, um, I would hear some guys who are maybe not the directors of teams like yourself, but some coaches say, you know, I don't even care about winning tournaments. I just want to get my kids scholarships. And then there's other guys who are like, I want to get all the ranked players as possible. I don't care about winning, and then other coaches are like, "I want to win. How do you balance that, and what do you do you think it's more important to have let's say a number of five star players or getting more kids to school versus winning tournaments over the summer? How do you go about balancing that as an
1: AU program? That's a tough question i mean I, and and that's uh that's tough tough to do, but we we try to I think everybody's competitive, so you want to win, yeah. And, you know, we're not, we don't necessarily get the 10 best players on a team because just like a, a college team or a pro team or a high school team, you got to have players to play certain roles. And, you know, if you have this top seven or eight players, not all of them are going to be happy and you're going to have, you know, s- some dysfunction with that team. So we try to get kids that we think fit well, that will play well, play the way we want them to play, and you end up winning with with teams like that. Obviously, the shoe companies have put such pressure on, and, and Adidas has not as much. I think a lot of the shoe companies have put pressure on you to get the, the ranked players. But again, who's ranking those players? Yeah. You know, every year you see kids who, who are getting drafted in the NBA or, or doing very, very well at the collegiate level that were not those ranked players. It's obvious you've
0: been around a while and, and know what you're talking about. Uh, for some of the people that want to know about this summer ball, Obviously, the coronavirus has impacted it all and eliminated the first live period that was supposed to be occurring here in April. I mean, how do you see it impacting summer recruiting this summer without a live period?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, if if they, you know, there's talk now that there may be a couple live periods in July. And then there are going to be a couple camp, you know, the NCAA is supposed to have a camp, I think, towards the end of July. So a lot of that will depend on if that still happens or not. You know, if that happens... You know, all, all the coaches are going to be out, and then they're you know they're going to try to get to see your kids. Adidas, Nike, and all those—they're they're still going to have their events scheduled. I know that we still have our events scheduled, and if it happens, where we will be at those places. Uh, so, you know, it, it, the college coaches can't really do anything. I don't think right now we can't do anything right now. So you know, we're constantly keeping in contact with our players and their families. We're sending them workouts. We're sending them updated schedules. You know, here's what the latest thing that we've heard. So we're just trying to keep them informed as much as we possibly can. But no one can do anything until they see exactly what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right.
1: So if we are able to play summer AU ball, who are
0: some of the top guys that you have that have already committed to play for Indiana Elite this summer?
1: Well, we've got, you know, players like Connor Hickman, Jaden Brewer, Jalen Gibson. Uh, Jaden Taylor, Will McCracken, junior and I'm going to pronounce this wrong because I always do, great player. Quaranzini, Korn, uh, Trey Kaufman, Mason Nicholson, Luke Logan Duncan, who's just committed to IU. And a lot of those kids played for us in, in the past years, and they continue to play for us. Man, so that's, that's a strong team. It sounds like you guys are going to be formidable. Once again, I've never, I've
0: never seen an Indiana Elite team not good. Even sometimes I've been in tournaments and seen – your main team, but then your second and third teams will often end up playing the main team in the finals. And and it goes to to show because you guys have a talented roster. So you know, with that being said, obviously, you're attracting them somehow. What do you guys do, other than be successful, but what do you do to help develop your players, um, skill-wise and athletically, uh, and academically to prepare them for the next level?
1: Well, we have team camps where we bring the, we'll bring we bring the kids in for the weekends before we ever start. So, you know, we're, we we get together on Friday night, everybody gets to meet each other, the uh, parents meet each other, the, the players meet each other, we spend the night Friday night, we pass out the gear, we practice, I have a meeting and a dinner, get to know each other, Saturday we come back, breakfast, practice session, lunch, uh, afternoon practice, dinner, movie, bowling, things like that. So our kids get to know each other. Their parents can stay and are welcome to stay. They get to know each other. So it becomes, you know, they just don't show up at game time and play. Uh, We have people come in, we have former players come in, talk to them. We have respectable uh you know we have we've even had we've had doctors come in, we've had trainers come in, nutritionists come in, we've had academic advisors come in and talk to them about the importance of academics the clearinghouse, their GPAs, the core, their their core GPAs, those type of things. So we're constantly talking to them about what, what they're going to have to do to be even eligible to play at the next level. That's before they're ever evaluated skill-wise. And like we tell them, and, and this is the truth, which people don't believe, and you may find it hard to believe. But we've been doing this, I've been doing this for 30 some years. And I've high school and college and we've had some great players. And both. I've never ever had a college coach ask me how many points does someone score. The first question I get is what are their grades? And then what are their test scores? Are they coachable? How are their parents? It's nothing they can evaluate whether they can score or not, whether they can shoot or not. They want the other things. So like I said, believe it or not, never had a college coach ask how many points someone scores. And that's what we tell the kids. These are the things that you have to do before you can even be looked at and considered to play.
0: You're exactly right. When I was coaching at SLU, and even now when sometimes people send me clips and say, hey, can you pass this along to this person, this coach, whatever, before I even look at the film or consider doing that, first thing I ask is, what's his grades and what's his attitude like? Period. Because right. like, you don't want to – that's my reputation, passing this kid on to someone else. And, you know, the grades is one thing, but if if he's going to come and be a troublemaker, I'm just not going to do it. And it sounds like you guys believe in the same principles on that.
1: Well, you know, we've had – we've had, you know, obviously a number of kids have gone on to the NBA. And every year we'll we'll get calls. I'll get calls from NBA scouts and and person – you know, people in the front office of these NBA teams. And, again, they'll say, how was – you know, this last year, how was Kyle Guy, how was Dylan Windler? How were they when they played AAU for you guys? How did they get along? Were they liked by their teammates? Did they get along well with their teammates? I mean, those type of things. They don't ask again about their skill set because they can tell that, but they ask about the person. There's people watching that may not believe this. And "Oh, he's just saying that when I was at SLU,
0: I remember when Jason Tatum was coming out and going from uh, Duke uh, to the NBA, and I had uh, a scout from the Minnesota Timberwolves that I knew from in college, and he called me. And even though I didn't coach Jason, he called. He was like, "Have you met him in the city? Do you know him? What type of kid yeah. is he? Is he, you know, is he a troublemaker? Is he a nice kid?" And so you're right. NBA teams do their research when they want to invest millions into a kid and draft them. So, uh, man, thank you for sharing that and letting these people know. So I'm gonna close up here, but if there's people watching and say, "Man, I love how they do this. I want to learn more about their program. I want to follow them this summer." Tell the people how they can follow your program and learn more information about you.
1: Well, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, We have a website, indianaelite.com. That's our website. It's got uh, past history. It's got our tournaments. It's got our events. It's got our rosters. It's got a little bit about us. But, you know, like I said, I I think we've, we've been around a long time because I think we do things the right way. I totally agree. And so,
0: man, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and make sure you stay healthy over there. But uh, I really appreciate you making the time, and I really respect your program, and good luck to you this summer.
1: Thanks, Marcus. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. You too.
0: Thank you, Chris, for coming on and giving us that wealth of knowledge. You know, it's obvious you've been around the game a long time, and thank you for everything you've been doing and will continue to do for our kids to have opportunity to achieve success on and off the court. And so – you know what? We're, we're coming to the end of the week now. So we got one more day. One more day we're bringing you Indie Heat. And I got a special story for you guys. I need you to tune in tomorrow. I'm gonna get personal tomorrow. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of story about myself and how I'm affiliated with this and some mistakes that I made as a youth affiliated with this team. So I think it's something you wanna tune in. And besides that, we got a good story coming in from Todd Hensley. Like, subscribe, share, and understand what it's like to be successful and learn the details because what do I always say? greatness is in the details guys man love y'all come back keep supporting peace